0: On this episode of The Brain Surgeon's Take, we will be discussing the Middle East crisis explained with Navy SEAL veteran and former political prisoner, Drago Zirin. Learn the key details about this conflict between Israel and Palestine and its implications not only for regional stability, but also global peace. Much more on this podcast episode. Welcome back, everyone. Here's my take on Drago Zirin. He's an American hero who truly understands the importance of democracy. As a former political prisoner in Poland who ultimately sought refuge in the U.S., his experience with communism and its drastic negative impacts gives him a unique insight into the value of freedom. Furthermore, his accomplishments as a Navy SEAL, which include a bronze star medal, allow him to understand military tactics and the art of war. The crisis in the Middle East affects us all. It's not just a regional issue, but rather one that could easily unsettle global politics and ignite World War III. Speaking with Drago, I gained a new perspective on the relationship between Israel and Palestine that I would otherwise not garner from watching the news. Our media tends to be biased and may not always portray the full story. Drago clearly lays out the factors at play and the key forces that will ultimately determine the outcome of this conflict. I truly enjoyed this podcast, as Drago's background allows us to understand not only the history of the Middle East, but the importance of the current situation and how he suggests world leaders should defuse the war. We are at a critical geopolitical moment. The decisions made in the Middle East will have lasting implications for all of us, not just the Israelis and the Palestinians. Listen up as we discuss the Middle East crisis explained. Check it out.
1: Hey Drago, how you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Thank you for inviting me and uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Listen, fantastic. I uh,
0: we're we're obviously covering a very critical topic right now which is the Middle East crisis and how it started, where it's going and hopefully where it will end. So, thanks for joining us. Really look forward to seeing your opinions. Thanks, thank you. Uh, just give us some background for people who may not know exactly the history, but how did the Israeli-Palestinian conflict first begin?
1: Well, it began for it it, it it lingers for a very, very long time. And I think this is a lot of misunderstanding right now going on. Like, right? well, we have these organizations like these terrorist organizations like now representing Palestinians. Well, that's uh, I don't think they represent anybody. I think we are right now in predicament that we allow for decades to linger the, the, the terrorist groups in, in the Middle East, did nothing about it. And now I hear again being uh, the cows uh, uh, to cease fire, uh, cows to uh, uh, just take it easy on terrorists. And then we just postpone it for another two, three years, another more than another another. Uh, 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 The mayhem will start. I think it is time to finish it once and for all, and just go and uh, annihilate these groups. There is no—you know, you shouldn't be talking—we shouldn't be talking to terrorists. We shouldn't be asking for seas of fire. The Israel uh, uh, existence is online right now, and they are fighting for their lives while we are sitting on the sidelines, pretty much, and uh, try to cater to both sides.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. So this has been going on, obviously,
1: for decades right what sparked in your opinion the recent hamas attack uh, the hatreds for israel I, I don't think there is anything else they use palestinian people as a as a crutch to excuse the mayhem murders and the terror and that's that's yeah that's that's what it is the hatreds for israel
0: now what I... about people have brought up israeli settlers and Have they played any role in inciting these attacks, or is that something that is completely separate?
1: Well, the terrorists will will find any excuse to attack Israel, and I think this is one of them. If it it wouldn't be settlers, it would be something else. But uh, please look how they demolish entire Middle East. And I think our policies are not... uh, uh, I think they're not good for Middle East. They're not good for Israel. Seems like we are working, we are more concerned working against Israel than uh, to work with our ally, Israel.
0: Now, many people say that the Israeli army and the Israeli intelligence is so superior to anyone else in that region. How did they not detect and deter this attack?
1: I think... You're right. They have a very superior, uh, uh, or they, they are very well organized. But I think they, lot, they rely on other allies like us, like America. And I think this is where we fail them. I, I believe that we knew, we should know what the, what, what is happening, what is getting, uh, what the terrorists are getting ready to do, and we did not uh, communicate with Israel. So I think that's the big failure right here on our side. But I know if this is intentional or not, but please remember that this is the same cabal that gave us Benghazi. This is the same cabal that fled Afghanistan in hurry that left uh, uh, our citizens and allied citizens, thousands of them in Taliban hands. They. Th- this is the same cabal that armed Taliban to the point that they are better they have a better military equipment that many european countries combine and now is it intentional or it, i don't know but uh, uh, you know we tend to uh, think that this is a stupidity of this cabal but uh, this administration but uh, i think i don't know what to think about it how can you arm our enemies to that point that they are threatening the entire world and those Arabs are filtering to israel now to the terrorist organizations was it intentional i don't know yeah there's so many political agendas on the line it's hard to know what's
0: what's real and what's not but exactly. looking now as as to what happened and where israel is what are their options if you were in charge what are your current options other than going to war are there any other options
1: they don't have any options because they already tried it. Every time they responded, they reacted to the terror attacks. Uh, the, and even our country was clamoring for peace, saying, well, we need to just take it easy on terrorists, take it easy on terrorists. This is not the right thing to do. I think then it is now they have an opportunity to wipe it out once and for all and eradicate it this thing from the earth of the, the, from the face of the earth and this is the great opportunity for them to do it and this is what they should go with
0: so people have have commented that that the goal of israel is to eradicate hamas just like you said however so- people people that are experienced in war much like yourself many experts have said that that is exceedingly difficult if not impossible considering how Gaza is structured, where they're hiding, all the civilians that are there. In your opinion, how realistic is
1: it to eradicate Hamas? It is if you put heart into it and you don't pay attention to uh, this cabal uh, asking for a cease, of fi- cease fire ceasefire and for uh, I, you know what, from my personal experience, the best way to win war on, t- on terror is to terrorize the terrorists. When I was in the Middle East, when I went to war in Iraq, I didn't go there to win hearts of minds. I went to kill them and terrorize them. And this is how I think that that works. Negotiating with terrorists, negotiating with people that behave children, women, uh, and elderly people, there is nothing to negotiate. Just kill them, terrorize them. That's how it works, and it always worked for me. Please remember, the violence works, always works. If it didn't work for you, it means you didn't apply enough of it. And in this case here, Israel had full right to, have a, to use this, uh, uh, the, what happened, to eradicate these scumbags.
0: Well said. Um, what are your thoughts on Netanyahu? I know that he's had a lot of positive press as well as negative press. What are your thoughts on his ability to lead Israel?
1: I'm not expert in uh, in the Israel's internal politics but I wish him luck I wish that he persisted and finally and uh, uh, take the war to the terrorists and eradicate them. They, yes they can it can be done it's just uh, I think people don't have a stomach for it. Now you know? if
0: you were if you were the general in charge what are some tactics or strategies, war strategies, that you would be implementing in Israel's
1: attack on Gaza? Again, um, there are so many ways to deal with it. My personal opinion is just go in and clean it up and eradicate them, uh, kill the terrorists. Do not negotiate with them and wherever you find them kill them especially the leader go, leaders go after the leadership and start killing them in the first place i know it sounds maybe unpleasant and brutal but you know war is brutal you see what happened with these what uh, what these low lives and scumbags from the uh, hamas did to innocent people You cannot tolerate that. You cannot negotiate it. And calls from this administration to take it easy on terrorists is disgusting. That's something that I will never understand. And Israel should totally ignore these calls, go up there and terrorize the terrorists.
0: And what about the calls for, you know, if they do go in there and they try to eradicate Hamas, the amount of civilian casualties, innocent Palestinians that are obviously in Gaza trapped you know, many of them in the same buildings as these terrorists. Are you saying that those civilian lives, it's just unfortunate but that's part of war or is there a way to avoid those civilian casualties? This episode of The Brain Surgeon's Take is brought to you by Vitamin Water. Vitamin water is the ideal way to hydrate, replete your electrolytes and maintain wellness. I drink vitamin water routinely during the day in order to keep up my energy and focus. Check out vitaminwater.com for more information and use the promo code BRAINSURGEONSTAKE for 20% off your first order.
1: There is a way to avoid civilian casualties like we did in Iraq when we were cleaning up the terrorists in Baghdad around in in Iraq. We were able to, even though it was very difficult, but we were able to uh, not engage civilians, but uh, eradicate and kill terrorists. And same thing with uh, here. You know, this is something that um, the, the the casualty will happen on on both sides, and we will have collateral collateral damage, which we try to minimize. But again, I am not politician. I'm soldier. I'm warrior. And I, I, I for me, the way I see it, the best way to do it is just kill them all and and do it once and for all. Yeah. Swift and decisive, it sounds like. Absolutely. Because if we don't do that now, four or five years later, uh, the situation will repeat itself. Those are cycles. They just arm themselves, get a little bit stronger, and then they attack. uh, I would say ignore this administration. That would be my advice. And go and wipe them out from the face of the earth.
0: Now let me ask you a controversial question, and that is with regards to the media. Uh, you know, the US media and many global media outlets are notoriously biased. Do you feel that here in the US we are getting the entire story via via the news, or is there only one side being presented?
1: It depends it depends which network are you listening to, but the most of it is bias against Israel. And we remember, we have a jihadist in, in Congress advocating for our enemies, advocating for people who are chanting on the streets, death to America. So, yeah, I think it's very biased. And we don't hear, we are not here the entire story. Uh, Israelis are fighting for their lives, for their loved ones, for their children, their wives, their mothers, because they, 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 these scumbags do not attack. Uh, military, they attack civilians, civilian people. Today, it is there are Israelis' mothers, children, and fathers being slaughtered by by these uh, murderers by by this terrorist cult. But please remember too that after this administration opened borders uh, on the south, we have thousands, millions of people flooding in, and we already. I guarantee. I mean, I'm very sh- positive that we have. Already terrorist cells, uh, uh, basically invited by this administration into our country, waiting, and they are poised to strike. When do they strike? Before elections? I don't know. But they will. um, What's
0: the best news outlet, in your opinion, for the least biased opinion?
1: I think for the least biased opinion would be Newsmax. Okay. I believe I listen to Newsmax. I listen to uh, Fox News sometimes. I do not listen to uh, uh, CNN, MSNBC. I think those are perverted networks and very dangerous, and they do not have American interests in uh, in their heart. How involved should the U.S. be in this Middle East
0: crisis? Let's say it remains just between Palestine and Israel. How involved should the US be? Right now, we have support in the area, but in your opinion, how involved should this administration get?
1: Israel can clean this uh, scourge, this te- this terrorist uh, by himself, by itself. They don't need much of our help, but at least we do, But they also don't need uh, uh, um, this administration. To interfere with their actions now. I think that's the biggest thing. Stay away and do not uh, 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 interfere with Israel in the negative way.
0: So, everyone talks about, you know, diffusing the situation. Um, in your opinion, the best way to diffuse, again, is to attack swiftly, decisively, wipe them and, out, end Hamas, and that will diffuse the situation, in your opinion.
1: Yes, because we're defusing it for decades. Defuse it. Every time crisis happen, uh, there are calls to defuse, defuse, defuse. And this is only the next terror attack happens. I think this is a great opportunity to go inside, clean it out, and, and get rid of it once and for all.
0: Now, here's the other big questions people have. What other countries could be involved potentially if this
1: thing escalates? Well, many, but I hope they will—they will not get involved in it. I think they—they they will understand that Israel is defending its population, and they have to do what they have to do. So, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of countries opposing Israel, and it, <laughs> Israel is surrounded by enemies. So they don't, we don't—we don't need to pile up this administration yet, interfering with their. Uh, defense of their people.
0: Yeah, well, I think everyone agrees that hopefully it stays local as opposed to expanding yes. into Iran, Russia, getting the U.S. involved. Um, so hopefully it it stays between just those two people.
1: Yes, there will be abroad if Israel go, This if Israel is successful wiping out this scourge, this terrorist bandits, these bandits, these terrorists. There will be uproar, especially the socialist global elites in Europe. They will be uh, uh, really upset. But uh, you know what? Who cares? Just wipe them out and wait it out, uh, all the uproar, and just move on with the life.
0: I agree. Um, it, I'm going to ask you a question that I think you've answered basically, but what is the best case scenario of this crisis?
1: I think they will go inside. They wipe them out, and to the point that they will never be able to uh, 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 reconstitute and uh, just move on with lives. But if they don't, we will have such attacks on civilians again and again and again, as we've seen in the in the past. So, yeah, we. I, I, might rec- I would recommend ignore this administration. Do what you need to do, clean this up, and then move on with your lives.
0: Now, the real kind of million-dollar question that everyone wants to avoid, hopefully, what is the
1: worst-case scenario of this Middle East crisis? The worst-case scenario would be when we allow Israel to be wiped out by the terrorist group Iran and uh, the terrorist state Iran, And that will be the worst case scenario. We lose lose the the only ally we have up there. And please remember, I mean, this is another thing. How this administration can allow Iranian representatives, Iranian uh, people from Iran come to UN and threaten us on our soil and threaten our country on our soil. This is disgusting. And I think we need real leadership. We need real president.
0: Now, what about, you're talking about worst case scenario, uh, Israel being taken over, obviously, which is which is terrible. What about World War Three? People talk about that, you know, if Iran gets involved, which they have said they may, if Iran gets involved, Russia would get involved. And if Russia gets involved, the US gets involved. And what about the possibilities of this escalating into a true
1: world war? Under this administration, a big, please remember, we are in already involved in Ukraine we are on the verge of third world War now the Israel what is what really is disturbing to me that the couple of administrations before we had this very similar thing the, the the Obama administration said have set entire Middle East on fire we were supporting terrorist groups, and we are finance. We were financing terrorist groups, supposedly not so bad terrorists. They were better terrorists than than ISIS. So they and we know all how it ended up. So now the this administration came in, and again set so up not only Middle East on fire, set so up entire uh, East Europe, Europe on fire. Now we're talking about the war in Ukraine, and which is which can very easily spill outside of Ukraine. so And now we are taunting uh, big sanctions on the Russia. What sanctions? Uh, stealing and fleecing few wealthy Russians? Stealing their boats and yachts? That's a sanctions It's a joke. At the same time, Germany pumping gas from Russia? It's, this is ridiculous. We need a real administration. We need a real president. We need a real leadership in our country. That's what we need because this entire world is unraveling under this administration.
0: Yeah, that, that seems like like the next election could be make or break for this country. Um, well,
1: if we, if we don't have a terrorist attacks from uh, the terrorist groups already infiltrated who that infiltrated our country through southern borders, that's my another biggest worry. But please remember, I'm not politician. I'm a soldier. I speak as a very kind very, uh, uh yeah. Yeah, so, well,
0: that's why I wanted you on here, is that I didn't want a politician. You never know what a politician is saying or why they're saying it. So I actually prefer the non-politician's view. Um, in your opinion, can Israel and Palestine
1: ever coexist in peace? And they do they They can, and they do. If you look at the in, inside Israel, they are Palestinians living in peace, and they want nothing to do with these radical groups in Gaza and in Palestine. They are very happy there. So yeah, that that's it it is possible. but but first, we need to eradicate the the obstacles so the terrorists so as someone who
0: has experience with war, former Navy SEAL veteran, someone who understands the politics and all the forces at play in that region. Give us your crystal ball view. I know it's very difficult to predict, but how does this all end and where are we
1: 10, 15 years from now? So my concern is that this administration pushing and demanding the ceasefire and will try to start negotiations with terrorists. And that is a... That scenario is very dangerous because it basically prolongs the entire conflict in Middle East. Uh, so that's 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 my concern, and I think that's what may what may as well happen because that's not only this administration, but please remember the global socialist elites, uh, European socialist elites, they are pushing for the same thing. So, um, but I think this is the time for Israel to push them aside, clean that uh, terrorist nest, and then move on with with their lives. Listen,
0: Drago, thank you so much for your input. I I think that this crisis has really uh, taken over everyone's mind, you know, just across the world. It's been so horrible to see what's going on over there via the media. And and I agree with you. I, I think now is the time where something has to be done. Obviously, it's hit a critical point. I think the part that we can all agree upon whether you're pro or anti-israel is that i think that no one wants to see all of these civilian casualties that have gone on already in israel and that are going to happen um in palestine and so war is war and and that's part of part of what war is but obviously it's the civilian casualties on both sides that we hope yes. we can we but can minimize a difference.
1: but there is a big difference if uh, you're we, talking about Israel, they go to great extent to minimize civilian casualties and, to, and just to try to kill terrorists. While on the other side, we have a terrorist targeting civilians and murdering, killing women, children, and babies. This is something that people, I think, maybe need to see it so they can understand what Israel is up against. truly is one of the most horrific things that i have heard about or
0: seen even those small clips we've all seen tragedies in war but this was this was next level horrific and outside of what a human being should be capable
1: of doing so that's what terrorism is
0: yeah well listen drago thank you so much for all your input hopefully what you said is carried through Uh, i agree with you that um clearly this has been pushed to a point where something has to be done hopefully like you said it's clean decisive minimizing um you know casualties among civilians and that they can coexist in peace moving forward because it's been decades and there's been no solution so hopefully this this huge setback can lead to some progress in the region which would be great let's hope so drago thank you so much i really appreciate it and again thank you for all you did for this country. Um, truly an amazing story for anyone who doesn't know his story, please look up drago Story is amazing, a true American hero. And again, thank you for your time.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Have a nice day.
0: Yep. You too. Bye-bye.